You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Ramore, and I'm continuing this manifesting conversation because I think it's something that, if done right, can be so, so, so powerful. So last week's episode, I talked about what manifesting is and what it isn't. And I thought what I'd walk you through today is what it actually looks like for me and how I manifest. You know, I think that people, and one of the mistakes I talked about last time was just looking at that end goal. So just like visualizing the end result. And I think that's normal, right? That's a, a normal thing to envision this beautiful life that you want to create and really be focusing on the goal. But I think that it's deeper than that when it comes to manifesting. So of course you need to have that goal, you need to have that vision. But if we just focus in on the end, right? I think the big piece about manifesting that really needs to come into play, and this is something that I've I've come to learn over over the years, is it's not just about the end goal. It's about the journey and it's about the different steps that you take. And I think you do need to have that goal, but almost have that goal without the restriction of time and without the restriction of how. So the how and the when, I think you need to drop that from when you're manifesting. And here's why. If you take a goal, for example, so let's say somebody, I had a a client who their goal was to make $250,000 this year in their business. So setting a goal would be very logical, right? So I want to make $250,000. I sell a product that's $2,500. That's easy, right? That's easy math. That means I have to sell 100 units. And if I divide that by 12 months, I need to sell just over eight units you know, that's 8.3 units a month, which is essentially two per week. So I, you know, that's great for goal setting. I think that is an important step and in reverse engineering how much profit you want to make and in your business and things like that, or other financial goals, let's say you want to pay off debt, is really calculating the steps, right? And the how, kind of the, the how and the when would be, in this example, the how would be, I need to sell these units and the when is by the end of the year, right? So that is really important when it comes to goal setting. But where this can trip you up when it comes to manifesting is, for example, what happens if your goal is to sell two of those $2,500 units per week and you sell none? Well, your brain kind of goes, okay, that's fine. I'll just, instead of two next week, I have to make up for this week. So I'll sell four. Well, what happens again if you don't sell anything? You know, at some point, the goal feels really out of reach. 
And so that, again, I'm not suggesting we, we don't look at that for when we're goal setting, but when we're manifesting our dream life and when we're manifesting certain aspects of it, we have to work a little bit differently and we have to instead look at a few different areas. So that's what I want to break down for you today is essentially my process. And, and I'll share with you where, how I learned this because definitely was not something that I created for sure. But the very first thing that I do is I paint the picture in my brain. So I paint the picture of that life that I want, that goal that I have. And I almost look at it as more of what does that represent? How is that going to make me feel? And I am almost a little bit more on the emotional side of that goal than the tangible physical side. And so here's what I mean. And I'll use this $250,000 yearly goal as an example. What does that actually represent to me? You know, what would living in that life of making $250,000, if that's the goal, right? If living in that reality, I'm making $250,000, I'm selling two units a week, you know, we've broken it down, everything's flowing, everything's exactly how I envisioned it. What does that actually represent to me? So for some people, that might mean a lifestyle change, right? Maybe that means you're paying off debt or you're starting to build wealth. It can mean so many different things, but I think it's really important to really look at what does it actually represent to you? And it doesn't have to be this big, huge, monumental thing like, oh, I'll buy a new home or a new fancy new car or new clothes. But it might mean I get to work a little bit less. I get to enjoy more time and be present with my kids. I get to travel a little more. I get to have less stress. What does that life look like for me? So almost taking that end result and envisioning the life that you would have as if that's already happened for you. And so what I like to do is paint the picture, right? Take a scene in my brain and really go through my five senses. So we're going to be looking here at what does that look like? So what is that picture? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And what does it taste like? And I'll give you a very tangible example and a real life example for me was when my husband and I were going through our fertility battle. So many of you, I know I don't talk about it a lot, but to have our first child, my husband and I went through IVF after four years of unsuccessfully trying on our own to have a baby. And what ended up happening from that was I, I was really introduced to manifesting around the same time. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I have two kids that are close together in age, because when I used to just allow my brain to wander and manifest and dream, before we ever did IVF, so this was during our struggles, I really envisioned myself as a mom. Like I knew it was going to happen. I didn't know when. I didn't know how. So again, I really did release the how and the when, and I didn't really realize it at the time. But I would close my eyes and I would envision these two boys. So I always envisioned two boys. And by the way, I have two, two boys. I envisioned them at relatively the same height, so close in age, but I didn't really, if I could look back at that time, it's not like I thought, oh, I have twins or like they're twin boys or they're really close in age. Like I didn't really think that, but in my vision, if I, cause I can still remember it cause I would literally envision this every day. We would be in our favorite place in Mexico, Puerto Aventuras. We'd be on this special beach that we always went to. 
my husband and I, and I could picture myself on a lounge chair with the sun. I could feel the sun on my face. As I'm describing this to you, I'm closing my eyes and I'm back there again. And I painted such a vivid picture of these two little boys who were roughly the same height, so therefore the same age-ish. And they were just laughing and playing in the sand and swimming and just having so much fun collecting seashells. And, you know, I could smell the guacamole and the, you know, the salt water and I could feel the sun and I just, I could literally taste, I could taste it. I could taste that scene in my, in my head. And I probably had that same vision for a year and a half before we ever did IVF. And I just knew with every fiber of my being that I was going to be a mom. I didn't know how, I didn't know when, but I knew I was going to be a mom. And fast forward, you know, we have two boys, five and four. So they were born 17 months apart and two little boys. So we haven't gone to that Mexico beach yet as a family, but that's okay. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but I used all of my senses and I really felt like I was there in that scene for about a year and a half before it actually came into fruition. So paint the picture, you invoke your five senses. This is exactly what I do today in envisioning a financial goal, really any goal that I have. I just really embody it and I act, you know, I envision the scene. I make up the scene in my brain and I just, I close my eyes and I smell it. I taste it. I feel it. I hear it and I feel it. And I just, I get there in my brain. So that is the very first step that I take is painting that picture. The second thing that I do that I think is the piece that gets missed. Again, when I started this episode, I talked about how people usually just visualize the end goal. And this is something that I had to learn through much smarter people than me (laughs) that are doing this but it's really the process the science the science behind manifesting is very interesting and it's all about priming your brain because your brain doesn't actually know what is happening and what is not like what's made up in your head and what are you actually seeing because if you are visualizing something so intensely like that beach scene of my two little boys, your brain actually doesn't know if if it's made up or if it's real, which I think is just fascinating. And so if you can get there in your brain, I think what's really important then is to break it down even further. And so in my journey, especially with IVF, I definitely broke down the different steps in my head. Okay, you know, the night before my IVF transfer, right? So I was like, my egg transfer, I was like, okay. Even before that, so when they first harvested the eggs, it sounds so gross, but that's exactly what it's called. So when they when they took the eggs out of my body, you know, and what's the, fertilized them, I was like, what's the word? Fertilized them with my husband. Oh my gosh, this episode is turning into something a little bit more graphic than I intended, but so basically, when, when we were going through IVF and that first time when they took the eggs out and I just literally would envision, OK, what happens if they call me and they say that it's not successful? What am I going to do? And I literally went through that. If this doesn't work out the way that we want it to, that's OK. I was almost, almost priming my brain for the worst case scenario 
None of them make it. We have no embryos. We have to do it again. Um, so I was preparing myself. Okay, how are we going to pay for it? Okay, how am I going to feel? What am I going to need to go and do? When are we going to try again? Like I was priming my brain for that reality. So that was like if it went wrong. But then I was also going through the steps in my mind. Well, what if it goes right? Right. So I was priming my brain for that as well. And I was really more focused in on, okay, this is going to go well. I was prepared for it not to mentally, but I was emotionally invested in it really working. And I, and I literally tried to manifest that it was going to work. And our first round of IVF did work. So we were very fortunate. And I'm sure there's a lot more science involved than just me manifesting it for sure. I'm not suggesting that it's not, but I, I definitely think that my your brain is a very powerful thing especially when it comes to manifesting things in your body and I really believe that that was a big part of our success so I think you need to go through priming your brain of the steps involved to reach that goal so you know it let's go back to the financial goal of making $250,000 for my client it's you know, going through, okay, well, what do I need to do every day? Well, I need to show up. I need to post good content on social media. Then I need to, I'm envisioning people reaching out to me. I'm envisioning having a conversation with them. I'm envisioning pushing them to a clarity call. I'm envisioning doing a strategy session with them. I'm envisioning them signing up as a hell yes client. I'm envisioning them paying me in full. So you see how I'm breaking down all of the steps to, in order to get to that $250,000 goal. That is something that is so necessary. And that's the piece of manifesting that is actually the most powerful is breaking down each and every step that's necessary. I used to do this and not even realize I was doing it when I would first started journaling. So when I first started journaling, I really didn't understand how to journal. Like I would sit there with, okay, I'm supposed to be journaling. Like, what do I say? <laughs> what do I write down? I have no idea. And I literally would write out my to-do list. I would write out exactly what I was going to do that day. And I was like, okay. So that's how it started for me, my journaling experience. And, and then gradually I expanded on that. And I, I started journaling out my to-do list, but almost in my ideal day. So my to-do list would be exactly like that example I gave you would be posting a, a something on social media and just, you know, my ideal client was just waiting for me to post that. It really resonated with them. They reached out to me in a message. It was very organic and nice and just a beautiful transaction. They ended up hopping on a, on a phone call with me. I helped them out. I gave them massive value. Uh, for free. And then they ended up booking in a strategy session with me where we dove a little bit deeper and they ended up being a painful, easy, breezy client. So I would actually write that out in my journal as part of my manifesting these steps, right? And, and I'll be honest, a majority of my clients come to me. I, I'm not reaching out to them. I am reaching out, but in a very organic way. And so I think that that's really been a cool experience for me personally, but I have to walk through that in my brain. So whether that's closing my eyes, walking through it or journaling it out, that's all part of manifesting. And where I learned this technique from was I was already doing it, but I didn't really re understand that that was manifesting. And I recently, I would say in the last year and a half, maybe, I, I honestly don't know how long it's been, 
But Mel Robbins, so Mel Robbins is an author and uh, you can look her up. She's she's written a few books and The Five Second Rule was really a great book for me to read. I have not read her newest one, The High Five Habit, but that is next on the list. And she really talks about manifesting in a very scientific way. And she describes it like Olympic, what Olympic athletes go through. And I just, I, as soon as I heard her explain this, I'm like, this is exactly what I've been doing. I didn't realize it was part of manifesting. And here's what she had to say with an Olympic athlete. So let's take, I can't remember what example she used exactly, but let's take like an Olympic diver, for example, like a dive in a pool is probably like a second long, right? Two seconds long. I don't know how long, how long a dive is, but let's say it's two to three seconds long. Well, what that diver actually has has to do and what their coaches are actually doing is the mental preparation the mental they're mentally rehearsing that dive okay so i'm putting on my swimsuit like what does that feel like it's cold they're envisioning the texture of the swimsuit and then they're walking out on on the swim platform they're getting themselves wet and the water is nice and warm and they're feeling the butterflies in their stomach and the crowd is full. And so they're walking through each and every step. Then they climb up the, up the ladder. Now they're on the diving board and they're waiting there and they have the little, the butterflies are there, but they're envisioning their perfect 10 dive. And then they take off and they hear the whoosh of the of the diving board. So it's like literally they're walking through each and every step of that two to three second dive. And they do that for months and months and months to mentally rehearse and prepare themselves. What happens if they don't get off on a good foot? How can they course correct mid dive, right? So they're rehearsing all of these things. And what happens is it's like when those things either go right or go wrong, your brain's like, oh yeah, we've seen this before. We know how to, like, this is just supposed to happen. This is okay. We're, we're good. And it doesn't throw you off instead of, you know, something that you're not prepared for. Think about that in life when, when things just are thrown at you that you're not prepared for. The brakes go on your car and you're like, holy crap, I have no emergency fund to prepare for this. How much more devastating that is instead of having an emergency fund for your vehicle, let's say, or a car maintenance fund where when the brakes go, it's like, okay, like that sucks, but I, I'm prepared for it. I have the money. It's the emotional response to it is so much different being prepared versus unprepared. And that's exactly what, what the step of manifesting I think is really missing is that element of being prepared. So walk through priming your brain and the steps involved to reach that goal is way more important, in my opinion, than just visualizing that end goal. So that's really important. And then the third step is you got to take action, right? And all of those things, which is really cool. Is So if you're walking through, if we're back to that $250,000 income goal, we walk through all the steps. We're, we're walking through posting content client reaches out, ideal client reaches out. We're having a conversation. They're booking in a call. Then they're booking in a strategy session. Then they're paying in full. Then we're fulfilling their, their client, their whatever it is they bought from us. They're getting amazing results. And then we're referring their best friends to us, you know, and then rinse and repeat. So I think it's just such an, a beautiful 
way to manifest because now you know the steps you need to take in order to take action, which is step number three in this is we've painted the picture, we've walked through all of the steps, and now the third part is you need to take that action and that inspired action from that that all started with that beautiful picture that you painted. So the action piece is the most important part. That is the the thing that is going to catapult you to have your manifestation come true. The universe is going to respond to you. You're going to get whatever it is that you want. Anything that you want, absolutely anything you want, I truly believe you can get. But walking through these steps, figuring out how to get it, and then taking one step forward, get one step closer to it. It's like, you know, how do you climb a mountain? You you don't just sit at the bottom of the mountain and look up at it and have a goal of, oh, I really want to climb that mountain. You can't just say, oh, I wish I could climb that mountain. Oh, I, you know, I really want to climb that mountain. No, you have to have that. You have to envision climbing the mountain. You have to envision, okay, I need to have water. I need to take breaks. Like how long is it going to take me? What happens when the sun's barreling down or when the elements, the weather is not cooperating? What do I need to be prepared for this? So you're walking through that in your brain and then you have to actually physically take a step up the mountain. You have to take that step forward. So that inspired action is what's really going to catapult your results. So that is my process. That's exactly what I do. If you want some more information on this, I think this is just going to be such a beautiful workshop that I'm hosting on May 31st. So depending on when you're listening to this, uh, on May Tuesday, May 31st, I'm hosting a free money manifestation. It will be in the show notes. So check out the show notes. You can join for free. It's an hour workshop. If you can't catch us live, there will be a replay sent out to you. And I'm going to be walking you through exactly how to manifest money, financial abundance, whatever it is that you're after. So I hope that you will join me on that. And if you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me at Heidi Rumore. I would love to hear from you and what you thought of this episode. And it helps me reach more people, which is the goal. So I hope you all have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time on the next episode of the Ditch the Budget Podcast. Bye, everyone. Thank you.